Welcome to a special five-part podcast series entitled Mastering Chat GPT. My special guest throughout this five-part journey is Larry Roberts, an accomplished IT and marketing professional with over 25 years of experience. Over this series, we will look at AI and Chat GPT, the ethics of Chat GPT, how Chat GPT will change education and compliance training, the intersection of creativity and Chat GPT, and the business applications of Chat GPT. I know you'll enjoy this series, and I hope you'll join myself and Larry Roberts for the entire five part exploration of the use of this cutting edge technology for your business. Welcome to Mastering Chat GPT. In part three, education and training. Thanks so much, Tom. It's literally that simple. It can just serve as a tutor and gets us into prompting Chat GPT. And what are some of the ways we set the stage for maximizing the effectiveness of our interaction with Chat GPT? And one of the ways you can do that is literally ask Chat GPT to take on a persona. And if you're to read the white papers on what are the best uses or best use cases for Chat GPT, taking on that persona is really what allows the model to know how it's going to respond. So if we started a chat with ChatGPT and told it to take on the persona of a tutor on a particular topic and set the stage of that topic for a certain age bracket or a certain maybe middle school or high school or freshman in college, or we set the stage for the level of tutor that we need, Chat GPT will know and learn exactly what that topic is and interact with us as a personal tutor. So that's where a lot of people, I think, end up making some mistakes with Chat GPT is they don't set that stage. They don't set those expectations for Chat GPT. From an educational perspective, I think we as humans, when we test something, we hear about a new product or a new application and we go to test it, we tend to test these things with preconceived notions of what the results of those tests should be. So if I go to ChatGPT and I ask it a question about a topic, odds are I've already got some idea in my head of what I expect that answer to be because I'm testing it, right? Then we don't get that response back exactly formatted or in as much detail or really as refined as we already had in our head. And we go, oh, this is worthless. This tool doesn't do anything like what they said it does. It is a complete waste of time. But that's because we didn't set the stage. That's because we didn't preface our interaction properly. I like to refer to ChatGPT as a brilliant toddler because we literally have to feed it every one of our expectations in our interactions. So if we wanna use ChatGPT as a tutor, it has infinite knowledge on just about any topic out there, but we have to set that stage. It definitely can, but corporations have to keep in mind that when they're leveraging ChatGPT, ChatGPT doesn't have access to their proprietary information or some of their tribal knowledge, if you will. That's what you used to call it in our shop because I was in the IT department. I worked with a ton of programmers and we did a lot of programming in-house. But a lot of the programmers, we had to go back to that. And this was, uh, I'm not saying this is the right way to do it in your shop because we had to go back to the particular programmer to particularly find out exactly what they were doing because they had their own tribal knowledge of the process or the application that wasn't necessarily transferable. 
And I think you see that in every shop around the country. Every corporation around the country has their own policies and procedures and just inherent way of doing things. So if we're going to use ChatGPT as a training tool, we have to understand that it's a training tool at the most technical and precise level. It's not necessarily going to train based on our own company policies and procedures or our own inherent way of doing things. So that's one of the biggest challenges that I've seen companies have when leveraging ChatGPT because it doesn't do the way, do things the way they do it. It does it the way that things are best standards and practices are in place for whatever they're training on. Does that make sense? Oh, 100%. I feel like I'd be I don't feel like I'd be following through on what I'm preaching if if I didn't. I'm talking about the power of ChatGPT and how it can do all these things for you, but then I don't do it myself. That, that doesn't exactly set a good example. I, I use it for literally everything. Now, we talked about this in a previous episode. I don't necessarily take the output and use that directly, but it influences every speech that I give, every presentation that I make. I'm doing one right now on leveraging the API on the back end. I'm not a programmer myself, but I'm using ChatGPT to help me construct that talk. So most definitely we could use that as a resource for our own training and having a training background myself. I can't imagine how streamlined creating intercompany training courses would be with a tool like ChatGPT at my disposal. One of the ways you could do it is one, as we've mentioned before, you can turn off the data sharing. So you're not passing your data back to OpenAI and it's not becoming part of the training model itself. So you could turn that off, but then you would also want to start a particular individual chat for whatever particular task you're wanting to train on. See, when you start a chat in ChatGPT, it retains the conversation in that chat. So if I was to take some of the information from my company and upload it into ChatGPT and tell ChatGPT to learn from it, to analyze it, learn from the tonality, learn from the spacing, learn from the approach, we could then leverage that within that one chat to create new content. So you can totally do that and it does work, but it takes some patience and it takes some time and it takes quite a bit of data to upload and for ChatGPT to start recognizing those patterns, but it all has to be done within the same chat. And that's a very common mistake. People will start a chat with ChatGPT to accomplish one particular task, but then they'll go and they'll start another chat and expect the process that they've developed in this one chat to transfer over to a new chat, and it doesn't work that way. <laughs> I do too. No, one of the cool things, and it's one of the latest releases with ChatGPT, it just came out a couple of weeks ago, is now you're able to share links directly to those chats. So that takes our collaboration to an entirely another level. Previously, I was sharing credentials and logging into people's individual sessions of ChatGPT to see what they were doing. Now they can send me hyperlinks to those chats. We can share and collaborate and give input back and forth. So the collaboration aspect of ChatGPT is constantly evolving, and that's just the next step that they put in place. So it's not at the SharePoint level yet. We don't have that level of collaboration yet. But we have to keep in mind that ChatGPT4 was designed specifically with collaboration in mind. So as the tool continues to evolve, more and more of these collaboration opportunities will be presented to us. I think the, some of the implications would be, what's the purpose of having universities? 
we could literally streamline the learning process on just about any topic that's out there, especially now with direct access to the internet. So we can reference any topic, any website, any hyperlink and pull that data in and structure it in a way that makes it easily digestible for literally any audience. So if we're trainers and we're creating courses to train people, that streamlines the entire process. And we don't have to be subject matter experts anymore to train on it. We don't have to be students to learn something new. We don't have to go enroll in a university and pay exorbitant amounts of tuition out of pocket to learn about a topic in as much depth and detail as we need to become a thought leader, or a subject matter expert in any subject out there. So I think we're going to see a streamlining of education. I think we're going to see an evolution of how advanced education transforms over the next several years. It's going to be interesting to see what a university looks like in five years. 100%. We cannot lose sight of the fact that we need that human element or the human in the loop element to oversee the entire process. And I think that's, I don't think, I know if we just look at the news, Chad GPT and AI awareness is everywhere. There's a story on every news cycle about AI and the impact that AI is having and how we need to have oversight committees put in place to make sure that we don't lose our way with AI, that it doesn't overcome some of our ethical considerations that need to be at the forefront of everything that we're doing. So as long as we keep that human element there, I think we're in a fairly safe place. And I say that very tentatively because as AI continues to evolve, I don't really know that anybody knows what's next, honestly, especially when we start talking about the evolution of AGI or, or artificial general intelligence, where the AI is self-learning and self-educating. So what are the implications there? We just don't know yet. And that's my biggest concern is how we continue to see these models evolve, how this decision-making comes into play, how this artificial decision-making comes into play is of utmost concern. But we have to have that human oversight in place to help keep it at bay as long as possible. One of the best places is my website at redhatmedia.io. Or if you want to jump on my calendar, head over to meetlarryroberts.com. Pick a date and time that works best for you, and let's talk about your AI projects together. Thanks so much, Tom. This is Tom Fox again. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of Mastering Chat GPT. We've put Larry Roberts' contact information in the show notes. If you have any questions of Larry, please reach out directly. He's one of the top experts literally in the country on Chat GPT, and I know he'd love to connect with you. If you'd like more information on how Chat GPT relates to your business. You can also contact me, Tom Fox. I'd love to visit with you as well. Mastering Chat GPT has been a special production of the Compliance Podcast Network. I hope you will join us for our next episode.